This program is brought to you by BibleWayMedia.org, overseen by the Uloga Church of Christ in Uloga, Oklahoma. Welcome to Kids Bible Minute with our daddy, Landon Rao. Hello and welcome to another episode, our 181st episode of Kids Bible Minute. I'm your host, Landon Rao, and the preacher for the Church of Christ in Ramona, Oklahoma. Thank you for deciding to study God's Word with me this blessed day. And I want to encourage you to have your Bible with you so that when I mention a Bible verse, you can pause this podcast and read that passage for yourself. I want you to see God's Word and not just take my word for it. Now, after you have read that passage, unpause the podcast, and then if I read the verse out loud, read along with me. If you are new to our study, first, I want to say thank you for studying with us. And secondly, I want to let you know that you can reach all archived or past episodes easily now at RamonaCofC.com. That's the church's website, RamonaCofC.com. And in the podcast section, there you will see a direct link to Kids Bible Minute Past Episodes. Now, today, we finally start getting into the book of Revelation itself. My goal is to break this down as simplistically as possible and not go into all the details. What do I mean by that? Well, as we will be looking at this, I will not be breaking down all the symbolism. I will give a great deal of it, but I will be looking to give basic ideas of each section as we come to it. With that said, when we look at chapter 1, it really sets the stage for the entire book as it tells us who inspired the book, who the book was written to, and how the book was to be read. So let's begin by looking at who this book was written to. In Revelation chapter 1, verse 4, this is clearly seen. In Revelation 1, 4, we read, John to the seven churches that are in Asia. In Revelation 1 and verse 11, these names of the seven churches are given. And in chapters 2 and chapter 3, we read specifics about each of those congregations and why they were chosen. But this tells us, and this means, that everything in the book should point back to these seven churches and how this book itself specifically helps them. Then we can look at a broader sense of how it is for everybody else. But contextually speaking, everything needs to look through the lens of how this book helps those seven churches of Asia. Next, we see how the book was to be read. In Revelation chapter 1 and verse 1, we read this, The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants things which must shortly take place, and he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant John. Now, there are two things we need to look at. First, we need to understand these things which will shortly take place. And so when we look at this book and we see how the book is to be read, 
we are to remember that everything in here was to take place shortly after it was written. Now that term shortly can be relative in its meaning, meaning God doesn't look at time quite like us. But what we do know is that it helped the seven churches of Asia. So everything in here is going to help them and give them confidence and encouragement and let them know that, listen, God's with you and everything in this book is going to take place soon. And then we also see that it was signified. Now, I read this verse in the New King James for this because if your translation, like the ESV and mine, doesn't use the word signified, it should. The ESV, for example, and other translations have made it known. Some have communicated. But this word here literally means to make known through symbols. And that is what signified stands for. Why is this important? Because most of the book of Revelation is written in symbolism, as we'll see a little later. Meaning that God is using symbols to tell the story. Why would God do that, though? Well, there's a really simple and easy explanation. God is going to be telling the seven churches and all those others who would be reading it at this time that the Roman Empire is going to fall. And it is Jesus that is going to destroy it. If that message wasn't written in symbols or code, and the Roman emperor or the Roman army found out about this letter, how do you think he would react towards the church? They were already, Domitian and his followers were already trying to destroy the church. How much more would they try and how much more persecution would take place if this book wasn't written in symbols or code? So when we go through this book, we must look for the symbols and not try to make it literal where it's not specifically stating such. I will demonstrate this more in a moment, but for the moment, let's now turn our attention to our last point, and that is we learn who inspired the book to be written. In Revelation 1 and verse 1 again, we see the revelation of Jesus Christ. Right here from the very beginning, the Apostle John is letting us know that all the information he is getting is from Jesus directly or authored by Jesus. Does Jesus use angels throughout the book or messengers to give his message? Sure, but this is from Jesus. This means... This is Jesus' story to tell. It is Him that is wanting this message out, and we can never forget that. We even get John describing Jesus in Revelation 1, 12-16, which is obviously symbolic language. The book of Revelation expects us to use common sense and understand that Swords coming out of the mouth and eyes of fire are symbolism, and we shouldn't take these things literal. Notice John writes that this one that has this voice talking to him is like the Son of Man. Here is a key to symbolism. Remember, John knew Jesus on earth personally. He knew what he looked like. He knew what he was at his ascension. But in this particular case, he says, listen, he's like the Son of Man. 
he does this because he's going to then describe what looks like Jesus, but in symbolic form or from a symbolic point of view. Hence, we see things like eyes that are flames of fire, or from his mouth came a sharp two-edged sword, and so on. Now these symbols are important. The description of Jesus is to point to his connection with the church, which is in the midst of the lampstands. Remember those lampstands, it says in chapter 1, are the church. So Jesus is connected to the church, and these symbols represent that. His kingship is seen in the long robe and golden sash. His holiness and purity is seen in the white hair. His just judgment is seen in the eyes like fire. His perfection in everywhere he goes is seen in feet like burnished bronze. His power and majesty is seen in the voice like roaring waters. And his message, his message of both greatness and love and kindness and justice is seen as a two-edged sword from his mouth. This is Jesus the Christ, who is also described in chapter 1 as the first and the last. As we said, this chapter sets the stage for the rest of the book, which is Jesus, the inspired author of it, is going to help these seven churches, and thus all those at that time in the church, and he's going to want them to see his love, and his justice all in one. And we need to keep that in mind throughout this book because this book is all about the comfort Jesus gives during these trying times. Next week, we will begin looking at chapter 2 and chapter 3. Well, that concludes this Bible study for today. As always, I want to thank you for studying God's precious Word with me. And I want to encourage you to continue to study God's Word every day. Be sure to use the wonderful material and other podcasts made available through the Bible Way Media app or the website at BibleWayMedia.org or my personal website at Gospel-Preacher.com. Of course, make sure you ask your parents if it's okay by them before you go to those websites or use the BibleWay Media app. Also, you can contact me personally with any question about the Bible at uh, the church's email address here at RamonaCofc at gmail.com or through our Facebook page. Until we have an opportunity to meet again, peace be with you in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting us at BibleWayMedia.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we encourage you to please share this program, to like it on social media. Thank you for being with us today.